Hello, fam. Hello. We are back together. Finally. Who are you? I thought you said, who are you? I'm Joanna. (laughs) I did say, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) And this is Sister Combo. Before we pressed record, we were talking about boys, of course. Um, Not of course, because we can have intelligent conversations that have nothing to do with the opposite sex. Just Mm -hmm. saying. But um, I was debating whether or not I was going to go out to have dinner with the opposite sex. Somebody that I just met online. I was like, why not? Um, And then we were having intelligent, great conversation. It was okay conversation. It wasn't great. It was okay conversation. Probably like six um, on the conversation scale. Uh And this man decided to show me his penis. Ew, I swear. Why why is that men's go-to? It's Why? not it's not appealing. It's not an attractive organ. Um, you can show me any other part of your body. Be like, yo, I've been in the gym getting games. Look at my fat ass. And I would have been like, bro, your ass is so fat. Like mm-hmm. you I don't know, like, yeah, like nice arms, like nice smolder picture. I like pictures of faces. Mitch, yes. I'll even take a shirtless pic. Don't send me a picture of your penis, dude. Like, because my first instinct is to send one back. <laughs> I will go on Pornhub, look at the nastiest, gayest porn out there, send a couple screenshots and be like, yeah, here you go. Same. This is what we're doing? So, to preface, it wasn't just a picture of his penis. It was him. <laughs> it was his- I- Sorry, hang on. Milo was out the door whining. <laughs> so every time, like, we start talking, I just hear a little... Hmm. let him in he likes to he literally almost every episode that we record he's sitting right there he's like thank you now be see now you gotta go outside milo yeah you're being you're being too much Okay, so for the toy. <laughs> so apparently, um, well, no, not apparently. Um, it wasn't just a picture of his his ween. It was a full body like animation of him in like devil in hell, um, with like full body at the bottom. Yeah. that's crazy. And at the bottom, I could see his ween flapping in the wind. Um, I don't want to see that, sir. I don't, and given that I am not a prude, I appreciate a a good nude. I don't send them, but if they're sent upon request, which I never ask, um, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. You like but, it? Yes, but the conversation leading up to his unsolicited ween pick was, oh, like guys don't usually date girls like me. They want to fuck us. And then literally after I sent that, he sent a video, that little animation of him and his ween. And he was like, bad timing, bad timing, bad timing. And I was like, oh, well, there it is. I knew it was coming eventually. And then he was like, I do apologize, bad timing. And I said, what did I say? 
every time is a bad time. Honestly, if I'm thinking about it, the only devil penis I want to see is the one that was played by Tim Curry or the one that's in the Montreal video. I don't know any of those references. You've never seen the music video for Montreal? No. Who sings that? Raps that? Whatever. Lil Nas X. I really know. Huh. I would have thought you'd be into his music. I don't, I'm, I don't even know if I've heard any of his stuff because I don't know artists unless I'm obsessed with them. All right. I will play you a song later. Okay. Um, so the convert after I said, I said, um, well, there it is. I knew it was coming. He said, apologize. Worst, worst timing though. Um, I said, uh, you were eventually, I said, you were going to eventually show me something I didn't ask for. And he was like, oh, well, you put it, you put it, oh, if you put it like that, I mean, you didn't ask for these messages. Why is one offensive than the other? And I said, because I saw your penis and didn't want to. Um, and he said, technically, you saw a cartoon version of it. There are several responses that could be had right now. I could say, I'm a 15-year-old girl, and you just showed me your wean. Technically, you're a sex offender now. Boom. Um, I could say a lot. I could say a lot. So I'm debating what, what I want to go for because we had plans to go at like 930 for food. Am I going to go now? Fuck no. Because what does he want to do? He wants to have sex with me and there's no way in hell I'm going to ever let that happen. Um, yeah, but like I said, I'm not approved and I was actually going to come on here and tell Emily that I might actually have a, a successful friends with benefits, again, that I didn't ask for, but he lives so far away from me mm -hmm. that it would only be beneficial for him to come down here for sneaky links and cuddles when I need it. Mm -hmm. What are you laughing about? I, I just thought of something and it's so bad and I'm like debating even bringing it up. Oh my god, what? I'll take this out. But I was just thinking about it and tell me if I'm overstepping and if this is a little, if this cuts too deep. I think you I know what you're gonna say. You have a thing with distance. Do I? It's not physical, it's emotional. I mean, she ain't wrong. But it's like, I like, I want the relationship, but it just happens that he lives fucking far. And like with, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So one of the, um, cause I had, I tell me, y'all think like these little like podcast episodes that we film, me and Emily text or snap or video, whatever throughout like the week. Um, so I will like wake up randomly and be like, I will send her like a long ass voice note about something that was on my mind. Mm -hmm. And a couple of days, like maybe like beginning of this week, I was um, having an emotional moment and I want, I was going to do a whole episode on my, on like situationships and my situationship. And part of that was me remembering an early, very, very early situation between me and Trumpito. And we were lying in bed and he was like, I just want to, I just want to let you know that you are beautiful and you are cherished. And if nobody tells you that today, I want to tell you that. And we were literally like cuddling and he was just like being so affectionate, so caring, and just like sharing me with all of these like compliments and 
for lack of a better word, love, because I don't know if that's what it was. And I almost started crying. And I was like, I was like, shh, you're going to make me cry. And I don't want to cry. And then we just laid there in complete silence, just like cradled in each other's arms. And I was thinking, I was like, was that the window for growth? And I shut it down because I didn't want to get emotionally involved in something that I wasn't sure about or, and then literally those exact words are what ended the relationship. He mm-hmm. said to me, I don't want to commit to something that I'm not a hundred percent sure on. And I'm like, Hmm. Yeah. Late night period thoughts. I think it was more of like a, mental insight you didn't want to hear all those things because you didn't want it to awaken emotion in you that you couldn't ignore thus ending the situationship sooner than it did yeah because he obviously wasn't ready yeah and he probably won't ever be ready um i would be shocked if he actually ever got married i'm not gonna lie if i ever heard that he actually got married it probably would hurt a little bit but like I've said time and time again, he's not my person. Like mm-hmm. the way that we, the way that he is, the way that I am, my values, his values, we would never make it. We'd have to make a lot of compromises in order. And y'all know how I feel about compromises. Nobody gets what they want. <laughs> Nobody gets what they want. So that was a great episode. That's a great shout out or callback. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it because it's, I don't even remember what episode it was, but good luck, like, you know, go back and listen to it. Anyways. So, um, do you think that this whole conversation you had today was a main character moment? See what I did there? <laughs> Love transitions. Um, No. No, I don't. I don't think this was a main character moment at all. I think this was a, you can uh, suck on my big toe, sir. Um, your penis is never going to get near my vagina. Maybe it would have if you wouldn't have been such a dick. Um, no, it probably wouldn't have because I didn't. Yeah. Anyways, Mm-mm. so if you haven't guessed it, we're talking about main. We're talking about main characters again this week. Emily mm-hmm. wanted to expand on it, and I'm honestly dying to hear her opinion on it. So, Emily, do you want to do like a quick little recap of what you were talking about last episode? Nope. Go back and listen to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, when I was thinking about main character energy, I was kind of like, I didn't know what that really was. So I did like a lot of research. And by research, I mean, I watched a lot of TikToks about it. I read a few articles about it today. And I mean, I... <sighs> I, I think it's ridiculous, the main okay. character energy thing, in all honesty. Uh, Ex- you know. Okay, explain why. I mean, it's kind of like, it toes the line between self-absorbed and like self-reassurance. When I think of main character energy from like what I've, like my research I think it's 
a good thing to do if you're truly trying to do it for yourself because I see it as a way to romanticize your life but I've also noticed that it's a way for people to romanticize their life in a way that's unattainable to other people okay I um I get your I get that view um and uh okay because I'll forget what I was gonna what I want to say um Mm -hmm. I get, I get what you're saying, and I 100% understand that from the outside view, but have you ever had, I call them movie moments. I don't really think of them, at least, like, this main character thing has popped up, like, the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to call them movie moments because I legitly have had movie moments, and I think of them, and I'm like, wow, this is kind of crazy. Um, but it's really not. It's just everyday moments that kind of have that, um, I call it a spiritual awakening. Like a magical feel to them? Yeah. And I used to get these all the time. For example, like whenever, when I was very, very young and I'd be walking to the bus stop in Meadow Lanes, I would, and it'd, it'd be early, early in the morning and it'd be like either in the spring or right after, like right when spring was about to hit and like there's some snowfall, but it's like really warm outside, still a little crisp and the sky is blue and um, the birds are chirping and you're just walking to the bus stop and you kind of feel this nostalgic moment like, ooh, this is like, this is just a a beautiful moment. I felt that, yeah. Yeah, I also with, um, uh, I don't remember what we called him. His name starts with an M. He was the guy that I used to, that I was, dating whatever before I um moved to LA Mm -hmm. so when we we had dated like a year prior to that like actually dated like I was his girlfriend he was my uh, yeah I was his girlfriend he was my boyfriend and Mm -hmm. one of our like first dates we had went out like on a walk and he um we were walking and he like held my hand and then he started putting on like um bachata music and he like grabbed my hand and we were like literally dancing in the middle of the woods it's a beautiful day and just laughing and giggling and this was like a movie moment something that like i was like i like really like him he really likes me he's laughing we're laughing and it was just like a beautiful something that i'd never thought i experienced before like genuine like vibeness or whatever mm-hmm. um and then the the moment that i just uh described with trumpito in bed movie moment mm-hmm. but i do think movie moments are different from main character moments i feel like people need to romanticize their life in order to feel um a call like like their life is worth living like to get that like confidence in order to do things like okay what would what would like hillary duff in another cinderella story do because a lot of like that austin ames ending movie moment you're like why not summer yeah it's like waiting for you is like waiting for the rain to come or something like that cheesy but it's beautiful and it's like you always think like okay if if this was um if this was my movie what would i do it's kind of like getting the confidence to ask that guy out getting the confidence to wear that outfit 
to like be the person that you want to be. I just don't see it that way. That's so interesting. I, I guess like the way I think of it is like, you know, I feel like people obviously people want to feel important. Mm-hmm. But I think as people, we tend to put ourselves in the center of the universe. We need to feel like we have this big purpose, while we, that we have this big reason to live. And saying, oh, well, I'm the main character kind of gives them that, or kind of gives us that sense of purpose. And I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess, but I don't think, I don't think that that's a bad thing because some people, some people need that purpose in order to keep going, in order to get out of bed in the morning. I understand that. I guess I just don't see why it needs to be a social thing. I mean, I don't know that it is a social thing. Like when you say social thing, what do you mean? Well, I know, like the so, like the aspect of it came about on TikTok. So, what am I trying to say here? Because <laughs> I don't, I I see the harm in it. That like, especially living in LA, I do see like the bullshit girls who, um, they think the world revolves around them. It's just mm-hmm. about them. But that's self absorption. I feel like if you're thinking about it as in, like this is my movie. Like I've, I've made my life always about somebody else. Now it's about me. This is my, like, I am the main character. This mm-hmm. is my movie. This it's about me. If that's what you need in order to gain that confidence, if that's what you need in order to, you know, take that job, like actually grow into yourself and make it about you instead of always trying to cater to other people in your life, girl, do that. I don't think if you're saying, oh, I'm the main character because you're trying to be a bitch or trying to be the center of attention all the time, Mm -hmm. that's not okay. But like personally for me, what I think and like the whole purpose of the last episode was I felt like I was surrounded by main, by genuine, beautiful main character energy. Like none of the girls that I was around that night were pushy, were like maybe on the outside it seemed that way to like people who have insecurities, but like yes, I do have my insecurities and there was a pinch of that in the back of my mind, but I was like, there's this beautiful Asian girl with this long black hair and like beautiful skin and her body was banging, her outfit was on point. And she just like radiated confidence and main character energy. She did not radiate, I'm a bitch and it's all about me. So mm-hmm. like, that's kind of like where like I see it versus like the other yeah. Oh, I guess I could say, like, my main character, my movie moment, main character moment, I guess. Yeah, if you've had any. Well, the one that jumps out to me is when I was living in Japan, like, when I first moved out there and I was living in Nagoya, my apartment building, uh, we had access to the roof, um, and if I woke up at about six in the morning to get ready for school, I would make myself some breakfast and I'd go up to the roof and I would eat it. Because, like you said, it was, like, the crisp air. It was all nice and clean. I was just hearing, like, everybody starting to hustle and bustle in the city. And if it was nice and clear in the morning, like, you know, like you said, bright blue skies or 
nice purple and orange skies, there would be a nice clear image of Mount Fuji. Mm-hmm. So I would literally just sit on the roof, eat my breakfast, and take it all in. Yeah, I think, and I think it's important for us to have those spiritual awakening moments. It's kind of like makes you feel human and like, like this is kind of, it's peaceful and it's nice. And I don't feel like people take enough time to just stop. And I think that's what, that's basically what it is. Stop and smell the roses Mm -hmm. and appreciate the moments. Is it a lifestyle or is it in the moment? I think it's, I think it can be a mindset. I think, yes, it can be a mindset, but I like in the, like what we were talking about before, like if you're talking about just main character energy, Mm -hmm. but I think that in order for like can you say you said is it a, is it a lifestyle or is it in the moment i yeah i said it was more of a mindset okay i think that at least most of the people that i follow when they talk about me in character energy they're thinking about it as a mindset mm-hmm. versus like is it a moment i do also feel that i don't think main character energy or main character syndrome whatever is a moment i think movie moments happen yeah um so i think they're very i think they're separate but people can interpret them as the same thing okay well the way i the reason why i think it's a mindset is because like if i had to like put myself in the am i a main character question i would say no because i feel like i radiate the friend with the side chick yeah the quirky side character the goth side character you know like i don't okay honestly i feel like we trade off how so because i feel like i feel like in certain situations i radiate main character energy and then you're you're my quirky side character but in some other incidences um we flip i'm the aggressive best friend yeah definitely in in some areas but I do feel like you know that we are um we're the salmon cat we are are we are the two broke girls I think um, we're like the jade and cat yeah definitely jade and cat um but I like like how there's always like that dynamic duo mm-hmm. where they they're both the main characters because they balance each other out and they bounce off of each other um, but I have definitely gone with you in some incidences where, like, you are in your element and you radiate that main character energy whether you feel it or not. Hmm. And I'm just there. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Do you? Can you name anybody in your life that you would categorize as having main character energy or putting them, like, in that bubble? Josh. Crazy shit happens to him all the time. And it's, sometimes it's it's amazing. Like, there was this one time, uh, he was over before he had moved in, hanging out with uh, Khalil and I, and we had all stopped at the gas station by my house because it's so much cheaper than anywhere else. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I pull in one lane and he pulls in the lane next to me and I get to the pump first. Uh, the guy that was there just before him stops, walks to his car, doesn't put the pump back in the machine, comes to his car and drives away. So I'm like, that's really weird. So Josh pulls up, gets out of his car and he's like, that guy just told me to fill up my gas tank for like, just to fill it up because the gas station that we went to, it's like a part of a big uh, bulk store like Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. Fucking dog. You can't hear it. I, I mean, I heard it, but you can't, it's not like, it's not loud. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Milo, go lay down. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> it was the craziest thing because they have a member rewards card where it's like, if you buy a certain amount, your gas is like a penny a, a gallon. Mm-hmm. So like literally this guy filled up his car, Josh filled up his car and it was like, I forgot what the total was, but it was like less than $10. And I was just sitting there like a fool because I had to pay for my own gas. Damn. <laughs> I would have been like, Josh, now you don't have to pay for your gas, but you got to pay for mine. I, w- oh, I should have. But yeah, just like crazy shit like that happens to him a lot. And I really think that he's like main character. I would say it borders I, I, like lucky. I think lucky slash main character. Yeah, very lucky. <laughs> because, yeah, because I feel like there is another character out there where, like, just weird shit happens to them. Given, weird shit happens to me a lot. And I'm just, like, fr- I'm, like, that didn't need to happen to me today. But no. it fucking did. Um, I don't know what it's called, but I think that there should be a whole other movement, the quirky side character. Because I feel like the quirky side character is low-key more interesting than the main character sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just there. They're just there. Like, Elena Gilbert. That bitch was not the main character. She should have been a side character. Like Victoria Justice. She was not a fucking main character. No, she wasn't. Everybody else is way more interesting than her. Low-key, the show should have been about Andre. If I really, if you really think about it. I mean, I was, I was never really that interested in Andre's character. I was always interested in Jade, Robbie, and Kat. And Beck. Like, what, like... What what are their home lives like to make them like Jade? What the fuck is wrong with you? Cat, your brother, and then Robbie, you have a puppet attached to you at all times. What childhood trauma are you going through, my boy? Apparently a lot okay, this is total side rant, but I was uh I went down the rabbit hole and apparently people think that Robbie was like abusive to Cat. I mean behind behind doors. Because, like, wh- like he would make her uncomfortable when they were alone. He would, like, I forgot exactly what it was, but he would, like, something about, like, either tickling or something. And she, like, freaked out. And she's like, last time I didn't like it. Blah, 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 blah. I'm, like, searching my memory. I can't remember exactly, like, the exact details. And I feel like you would know more than me. But that, plus, like, what the fuck was up with... Beck and like him living in a trailer oh I don't know I think like something was going on oh yes so he said that his parents said that he could and when his parents said when you until you don't live under our roof you have to follow our rules and he was like okay I don't live under the roof I live in their driveway oh like that would never fucking happen ever I mean 
he technically they're like rich kids yeah true so you know Uh, like in all honesty like what was beck's whole reason of being there besides being like the catalyst between jade and uh the their tory um he every 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 like um what do you call it um every tv show has to have that character that makes you your sexual organs awaken at a young age beck was that Uh, because there's there's always like a couple of main characters like there was obviously robbie which if you like the quirky skinny guys then that's for you there's andre if you like the nice musical best friend that was him and then there's the hot bad boy that tickles the fancy of most girls Honestly, I want to say, like, Jade was one of my sexual awakenings because, oh, my God, I, wa- I either wanted to be with her or I wanted to be her. Yeah, and there's the, the opposite for the guys. There's Kat, which is the obvious go-for. The quirky, the quirky, flirtatious, kind of dumb girl that usually most guys hit on because she's really pretty, really small, and, like, funny, nice. There's Tori, which is, you know, the friend. And then there's Jade, which is the one that kind of scares them, but also intrigues them. AKA the bad girl, which is the equivalent of the guy, Beck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And almost every TV show has those, like, if you're a Vampire Diaries fan, there is Matt, which is, would be technically Cat. He's like the, ev- the boy, what? Have you started watching it? No. Did you oh. know that Josh is really into it? What? That and the originals. Are you fucking kidding? I'm not joking. He was like talking to me about it and I was just like, fuck. Oh my gosh. We need to talk about this. I would, but he's in his underwear right now and I don't want to deal with that. No, I mean like, no, like not like, because you wouldn't really understand it. You'd just be there. I mean, one day we should have an episode all about like that whole, I want to know his views. Anyways, (laughs) but... So, like, the three in Vampire Diaries would be Matt, which is the boy next door. Then, technically, it would be Tyler, if you don't count the vampires. Tyler, which is the bad boy. Mm-hmm. And then who would be the friend? I guess we could count Stefan, because Stefan is, like, the obvious pick. He's hot, he's caring, he's the good boy. But he also uh-huh. has, like, a mean streak. So he would technically be Andre. I could see that. Yeah. So... You know, it's kind of just the formula for things. I don't remember how we got on this topic <laughs> at all. Ugh. Main character energy. I just wish you were into animes. I just finished watching one of those today. You lost me. Yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> but I do have a friend who's in anime. I could see if she'd be she'd want to come on the podcast. That way, me and Josh could have our moment, and then y'all could have your moment. That would be so cool. Okay, is it a form of narcissism? I mean, I think we've. I don't really think so, but you can be depending on who you are and how you take yeah. it, because everything is up for everything is open for inter- interpretation. I feel like people with that main character. Like, they kind of, like, form a type of narcissism because, like, I can talk about somebody who used to be in our past. Um, 
you know what? I really, I really wish that I had, cause I, I feel like I don't, I never actually knew her. Really? Like when I think about it, like I don't really, it's kind like of like, um, huh? Like she put on some sort of facade. Yeah. Or she just, because, okay. So I do this thing where I don't give information if you don't, if you don't ask for it with certain people um I give them the bare minimum unless I feel like you deserve to know more about me I do this with um a couple of coworkers currently because when I talk and I think I mentioned this in the episode before um when you talk like there's some people like okay let's say we're talking and you're giving me the energy that that I want like or I'm giving you the energy that you desire for the you listen to the episode, you know exactly what I'm about to say. If I call you, you're going to match my energy no matter what. Like I call you if I'm mad. I call you if I'm sad. You, you read what the fuck the situation is calls for and you match the energy versus, and that's what I do. I do that for everybody. I can't help it. Um, but the moment I start talking about like something about me, it's, it's, what was that? Right. Oh, dang man, that sucks. Like they're kind of just staying quiet until it's their turn to talk again it's not even that it's almost like they could care less about what I'm saying that but and then um um so it's not it's not like it's just um so a couple of nights ago we were working together and she uh like I just wasn't giving her any energy like I wasn't, I was giving, I was acting just like how she acted when I talked to her. And she was like, I've never seen you in this kind of mood before. And in my head, I was like, it's so funny that you actually think I'm in a mood when this is just me not giving you all of my attention and energy. Right. So that's exactly how it feels. Um, And I like have had this with several people and I'm just like, we probably won't be friends for that long and I'm I'm debating with myself whether or not I should actually tell them that that the way that they do that makes tell them how it makes me feel when they do that I'm debating if it's worth my energy Mm. so like that's what I mean when I say I don't feel like I really knew her because I feel like she would do that to me like give me the bare minimum right because she didn't feel like I deserved to know about her life, but yet would call me her best friend. And that, like, Notice that, like the moment you stop trying to contact her, she starts liking your shit, which is infuriating. I unfollowed her on Facebook because I don't want to see your posts. It honestly really pisses me off. Like, not even going to lie. Like, you can like my post, you can comment, you can congratulate me on my quote-unquote successes, but you can't pick up the phone and call and ask how I am. You can't be like, hey, like, I got a lot going on in my life right now, but I'm thinking about you. That just really shows that you didn't give a fuck about me. And, like, I give a lot of fucks about a lot of people. Even, even like when I'm not friends with them anymore or we drift apart or we don't talk, I give a lot of fucks about a lot of people. Mm-hmm. How do we get on this topic? Narcissism. I was going to say, because we were talking about like how 
she would have multiple of those movie moments and it kind of started getting to her head to form a type of narcissistic energy to where she didn't need us really anymore because we weren't there to provide any comfort she didn't need it so she went to go get more or we couldn't be her deafs anymore or she didn't need us to be her deafs anymore yeah i think that because she and it at the time it it wasn't main character mentality no it's i feel like it's some people would say growing she was growing into who she wanted to be or who she thinks she needed to be yeah yeah so i think this whole main character mindset can be dangerous if if you don't if you're doing it for other people and also i i do feel like how am i trying to say like because i do feel like what's like you know comp what's there's a thin line between confidence and arrogance i do feel like that's kind of like where we're going like the crossover like you're like finding trying to find your confidence in being the main character and then you finally get to like the climax of your movie and then you cross over into arrogance yeah and then that's kind of when something or somebody needs to put you back on your ass and then you're like oh okay it's kind of like in mean girls when um when lindsay lindsay lohan like started to become the plastics like the main plastic and then like all this shit started falling apart and they had to basically put her ass back in her place and she's like oh yeah like that's kind of what it is and you kind of have to remind yourself like i can't be like that like nobody wants to be your friend if you are like that and you don't you can be that bitch just don't be a bitch yes exactly and i did i did feel like i did feel like that like that especially when there were boys around or men of the opposite sex involved in in any kind of capacity there was like a switch and that's when i stopped hanging out with her by myself yeah god forbid anybody went to you before them though t all the shade i'm a little bitter just because I, like you have the right to be bitter because you stood by her side when nobody else did yeah and you did fight for her and regardless i didn't agree with it but i respect you for it you did it for your friend yeah and i got you sat yeah i don't even remember what the what the fuck was said but you sacrificed yourself for so many people i don't want you to have to do that for me some shit like that yeah so it's still a slap in the face but yeah, so if you guys have any insight on this, because I feel like this is, we haven't had an episode like this in a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like everything that needed to be said was said, and it just felt, it felt really good. It did feel really good. It, I miss talking to you. I miss seeing your face. <laughs> we see each other quite often. I know, but talk like actually sitting down and talking to you. Yeah. We're so busy that we can't. <laughs> yeah, this is it's true. We it's literally like in passing. Like if we if we lived together, it'd probably be the same way though. 
Oh, yeah. Considering that, like, I'm switching shifts soon. My shifts are kind of, like, all over the place. So, like, I'm in before, she, like, I'm in basically by the time she's getting up and ready for work. Yep. Um, we do two shifts in the night. Yep. By the time I get out early, she's going in for a late shift if, you know. Which, hopefully, that'll change here soon because, well, maybe. <laughs> hmm. Because, like, my shift starts from at 10 p.m. and it goes up till maybe 8 a.m. That's a long-ass shift. Well, yeah, but I get, like, four or five hours of downtime. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, I remember, I remember that life. Um, all right, so uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any thoughts, please feel free to follow us on Instagram, DM us, um, comment down below what you thought about the episode. Um, don't forget to follow us on all of our socials. And um, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.